Good Sunday morning. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm Kate Doherty with my magnificent Keely Regger. It is a new one. I'm kind of, I had to search a while, you know, to come up with that (laughs) one this morning, Keely. Um, And I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited. This is this is going to be a great Sunday morning. It is going to be a fabulous Sunday morning. Every Sunday morning with you, Kate. Oh, I tell you. There it's you go. Breath of fresh air. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. I, <laughs> Although don't sit too close to me as I just got done working out. <laughs> yeah, listeners, if you listen to this, sh- this show, you know she is the queen of sarcasm. So, anyway. Okay, so, Keely, I'm excited. I just got home from New Orleans. And that's where um, the next convention is going to be for the next. I know. Yeah. It's a great place to have it, I think. There's so much to do and see. There is. And I'm really excited because I managed to convince David Tollison, who's the executive director of the National Down Syndrome Congress, to come on the show this morning. And he's going to talk about all the cool things that NDSC is doing, but also about all the fun stuff coming up with NOLA. Yeah. All right. Hi, David. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Kate and Keely. I'm doing great. Happy Sunday morning. Thank you. It is. David, so this is your, is it your 18th year as executive director for the National Down Syndrome Congress? Yes, I'm going into my 18th year, and uh, it's it's been a great experience uh, for anyone that's not familiar with the NDSC. It's not just a a large and effective nonprofit organization. It's it's a real family and and a community, and uh, so it's it's been a great place to hang my hat. With you being there for 18 years, what would you say the biggest change has been over the years that you've seen? You know, I'd say the biggest change is um, uh, the commitment to outreach for underserved populations. Mm. Um, uh, a lot of organizations in the nonprofit sector um, uh, are accessed and accessible. Um, by people that tend to be uh, white and upper middle class. And our board um, many years ago uh, said that if we're not serving everyone, we're not doing our job. So we've been very uh, committed to reaching out to um, uh, diverse populations and communities that may not have access to uh, all the resources that, that they need. Uh, and that's that's been very gratifying because uh, Down syndrome uh, traditionally, it's been thought to occur more or less equally among um, racial and socioeconomic groups. Um, the CDC has confirmed that the numbers are actually climbing in the Hispanic population, which may be um, the result of uh, access to prenatal care, mm-hmm. uh, may be for religious reasons. People um, that, that are raised in a Hispanic community may be less likely to consider termination. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, if we're not reaching everyone, we're not doing our job. And uh, so I think that's a, a great commitment from our board and staff. And that, that really has been the biggest change over the years. Well, and that's isn't that also kind of part of what fuels the rural education initiative? Because it's, when we use the term rural, we aren't just, it's also underserved populations. I mean, you, I believe the NDSC, didn't we just do a Spanish-speaking outreach as well, I believe? Yeah, we have been doing um, uh, sessions strictly in uh, Spanish, but of course in English for um, populations, again, that that don't have access to some of the resources you would find in an urban area or an area that has a lot of colleges and universities. And so, for example, in a month or so, we've got one 
in a very isolated rural area of Nebraska, and people are coming in from various areas um, uh, to to uh, reach the the resources and speakers we're bringing in. Um, but we're also committed to serving um, urban populations that that may geographically have um, access to resources, but for um, cultural or other reasons have um, been isolated, and to make sure that they're getting uh, the information they need, and also um, we're we're looking into how to best access um, uh, tribal communities um, again that are often um, isolated, not just geographically but culturally and historically. Oh, I love that! And how is that being received? Um, or maybe what is your process with getting connected with some of maybe the reservations and things? Well, we've been um, reaching out to various organizations that work with folks uh, in the tribal communities um, and trying to um, uh, set up some some lines of communication. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting um, for those that that uh, have not um, worked with with tribal communities. Of course, they are to a certain extent sovereign nations um, that that are are. Um, Part of our country and 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 within our country, mm-hmm. and yet they have um, their own government, their own way of doing things, and then there are the cultural and historical right. aspects. Um, so it's 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 a challenging um, approach, and and people will ask, um, not just with tribal communities, but but other um, historically marginalized uh, minority communities. Um, in many ways, reaching our Spanish-speaking population is much easier than reaching groups that have been here much longer but have been isolated or marginalized um, because of the cultural factors. You know, it's, it's easy to translate into another language. Um, it's more difficult to break through historical roadblocks and, and uh, worries and concerns and, and the like. Um, so we, we try to be very sensitive uh, and make sure that people know that we are there for them um, you know, whenever they're ready, however they're ready, we will do our best um, to to make sure that that we have the resources and information for them on their terms. I love that, and you know, I was just thinking as you were talking, um, one of the things that I would be interested in is how are they receiving the technology piece because that's really playing a large role. We have technology at our fingertips now, and it's so accessible that. Culturally, are they receiving that technology information as well? Well, it's interesting because, um, uh, uh, you know, in certain communities, technology is just a given. We, we all have sure. our laptops and our cell phones and, and uh, uh, the apps and the like. Um, in other communities, um, it, it tends not to go much beyond cell phones um, and access to uh, more traditional computers, tablets, and the like is is much more isolated. Uh, so it's it's interesting, um, you know, trying to find um, the apps and the resources uh, uh, that that are specific to cell phones um, uh, to make sure that people can access that technology. It's it's you know we we just assume everybody's got it, but everybody doesn't got it. Uh, very true. And in some remote places, um, access to um, 
I guess cell service would be <laughs> would be difficult too. I know you have the app, but just getting sometimes um, some of that online information is difficult. So yeah, you guys have a big challenge. Um, but I think you're up for the task. I have great faith in you, David. <laughs> well, thank you. It's like the old starfish story. You know, you you can't necessarily save. Uh, everyone in that scenario. That's right. Um, but it made a difference to the one that you did. Absolutely. And, and so we're, we're not in the business of, of saving people per se, um, but for the families that we can benefit and the individuals with Down syndrome that we can uh, support and help um, um, get access to information and lead a better life, then, then it makes a difference to them and, and we're happy to do it. Oh, well said. Well said. Yeah. And you know what? Speaking of all kinds of celebrating people of different colors, races, so on and so forth, when we come back again, we're going to be at New Orleans for a convention this year, and there is no city that better, like, just seeing and hearing all the different languages and dialects. It is diversity. It, I mean, it, it is at its core. Yeah, and, and it's rural, and yeah. it, it's, it's got a little bit of everything for a little bit of everybody. And when we come back, I'm going to give Keely what I hope, David, is a new word for her. Uh-oh. So for our listeners, <laughs> this is hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything. We'll be right back. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country. Because every child is a gift. Every child can learn. And every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up at downcountry.com. Or call 217-617-3568. 217-617-3568. Or visit Down Country on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. Welcome back. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm a little nervous, Kate. You've already pre-warned me. Yeah, so so <laughs> listeners, there's a word I want you to hear that I had not heard it. I just, I've never heard this word in my life. And David, if I say it wrong, help me out. Lan yep, lan yep, lan yep. How am I saying? Lan yep, lan yep. You got me. You don't know what it means. I don't think. No. Okay, so this is a word. Very. It is New Orleans. It, it's where you aren't going to find kind of it in anywhere else. It's a Louisiana word. Um, even. In the Hyatt Regency, which is the con- uh, hotel that the convention is going to be held out there, their grocery store is called Lanyep. And um, everybody everybody there, finally we asked what the word means. And it was so appropriate. It means a bonus, a little something extra. 
Oh. Like you get an extra serving of mashed potatoes. You get a, and so that's lanyap. So it is so exciting because, and it's a total positive word. Like, woo. Yeah, I, got, I love that. Everybody I, likes a little extra. Exactly. So how wildly appropriate is it that the National Down Syndrome Congress is coming and we're going <laughs> to get lanyap, you know, <laughs> celebrate our lanyap. You we got betcha. a little something extra coming to NOLA. That's cool. Isn't it that's a great word? Cool. Yeah, it is a great word. Yeah, I think I thought it was just like fantastic. I I really did. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That's the word. And that is awesome. Put that with some beignet and your powdered <laughs> sugar, and we're good to go. Um, so, when is the next convention slated? I put her on the spot. No, no, no. It's June um, twenty. <laughs> well, it, that's always a trick question for oh. me. It's going to be June twenty second through the thirtieth. However. For for your general, uh, I guess, person arriving, you would want to be there no later than June 26th through June 28th. Is But it's in NOLA. So I'm guessing that if you're heading down there for the convention, you might want to tack on a couple of days because there is so much to see there and do there that... You want to experience it, maybe. Yeah. I mean, David, explain all the. I'm going to let you kind of roll with some of it because it really is a fantastic destination. Well, it, it really is. I mean, New Orleans is is one of the unique places in, in our country. And uh, if you haven't been, you, you have to go. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's just it's like New York or San Francisco. It's, it's one of the destinations that makes this country special and unique. And, and you've already pointed to one of the things that makes it unique, the uh, uh, Cajun French culture, uh, the Creole culture. Um, that developed around New Orleans, um, very international, very unique in flavor and language and history. Um, and uh, to to uh, your point about Lanyap and a little something extra, we've got uh, a lot of something extra this year. Uh, thanks to our friends in New Orleans, um, they're providing a special 30-minute second-line parade for our attendees to enjoy um, with musical entertainment and revelers, and, and that'll be very uh, a very unique uh, kind of a, a Mardi Gras experience for our attendees. And at the New Orleans City Park, they had this amusement park and a Storyland theme park, which is really um, family-oriented, and they're giving us 3,000 unlimited ride wristbands. So, so if you're there early or late, before or after the convention, uh, you can take the kids over to this uh, amusement park in the, in the city park and, and let them ride and really enjoy some of those, uh, you know, more um, uh, family-friendly, old-fashioned rides without all the um, uh, uh, expense and, and, and uh, long lines of, of like a, a Disney World, for example. Wow. So just, a, you know, harks, harkens back to a, a sweeter and simpler time. And, and then there's the Audubon Institute, and of course everybody knows the Audubon name, um, but they have offered us complimentary admission to all children ages 2 through 12, to all three of their attractions the week that we're in New Orleans. And additionally, parents and siblings 13 and over will receive half-price admission. And these attractions include the Aquarium of the Americas, which is a wonderful, wonderful aquarium, one of uh, the best known in the country. Of course, the Audubon Zoo, which uh, many people have heard of, and then one that people probably haven't heard of, but I guarantee you is going to be um, uh, a big hit with the, the, the little kids, and that's the insectarium. <laughs> um, and it might give some of the uh, parents a little uh, bit of the heebie-jeebies, oh, but the I, kids are going to love it. 
it, that's where they can eat the bugs, right? <laughs> <laughs> they cook them up. Oh, you know, if you if you dip anything in chocolate, it's okay. You know what? <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sending Tony with the kids on that one. I'm just gonna say I'm bowing out significantly on that. And the funny thing is, my husband who won't eat his vegetables will probably eat the bugs. Right? Go figure. I get it. I um, get it. You know something, David, I didn't know was there that I, I really, for our listeners, um, the, the it's the third largest or third best, I guess, it's number three in the country. It's a World War II museum. Mm-hmm. And did you go yes. see it, David, it's while we fabulous. were there? fabulous. I have not been, but my uh, sister went recently and uh, just loved it. And our whole family is planning to go when we go back. Uh, my father is actually 92, um, served at the tail end of, of uh, World War II. Mm-hmm. Well, God and bless him so, for his service. Uh, Thank you. You know, it, it's it's um, certainly uh, uh, um, related to, to our family. But the reason it's there, um, and people may not know uh, the term Higgins boats, but those are the boats that, that were kind of made of plywood and the end would flip down that were used in the D-Day landing. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the gentleman, Mr. Higgins, had factories, and he had this prototype, which he took to the Department of Defense. Um, and they saw it, and they saw how it you know, would float easily and transport uh, troops and, and then disgorge them on a beach. And, and they basically turned all of his factories in New Orleans into productions of this Higgins boat, which, of course... Um, was pivotal pivotal in the liberation of, of Europe. But that's why the museum's there. It started as the National D-Day Museum. Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg um, helped establish that um, after they were involved in the movie Saving Private Ryan. And they, of course, you know, in that process, learned about the Higgins boats, decided to put the National D-Day Museum there. And it has just grown and eventually was named the National World War II Museum. Um, and uh, I can't wait to go, and and it's uh, one of those only in New Orleans uh, attractions, and and uh, I'm super excited to see it. New Orleans really does have something for everyone, every age. I mean, you know, whether you like the bugs, Kate, you have to admit that's kind of cool. I'm, it's unique. I, it is unique. It is unique, and I think that's what's so um, extraordinary about this location, and that. The NDSC is going to be there next summer. It's going to make it, um, I don't know, it's just going to make it so exciting to see, okay, what can we do this afternoon after we get done? So, well, And to our listeners, we are going to keep you pretty busy. If you're an educator on Thursday, we've got, a, or Thursday or Friday, I don't know which, we don't have the schedule out yet, um, but we normally have an educator conference. We also have pre-conferences right. that are four-hour intensive. Um, the opening session is, is Friday night, but we we normally have workshops a little bit on Friday. And Saturday, you've got a full day of workshops and then a whole big party Saturday night and then Sunday morning. So for our listeners, if you're hearing this and you're like, wow, I want to go to New Orleans and enjoy all the things, I'll give you a little tip. I would highly recommend flying in on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. You betcha. Rates are much less expensive or even on Monday I was price checking and you're looking at like the difference between $92 and $350 I mean it's a big price difference and so you know plan ahead plan early um but you definitely can save you know you can you can pay for your price of a hotel by flying in a little early. And exactly. that gives you, gives you some time to do a few extra things because once conference starts, we're going to keep them busy, aren't we, David? 
Oh, yes, we are. And there are additional <laughs> events uh, such as our research and medical roundtable, our advocacy boot camp, uh, uh, just so much going on all the time. And, and uh, Brothers and uh, sisters, right. youth and adult. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you can get there early, though, um, you know, uh, among all of its other attributes, New Orleans is one of the great food cities of America and, uh, well, if, if really the world. Uh, and if you want some authentic Creole or Cajun cooking, you need to go to New Orleans. My mouth is watering right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know a little bit. And you can listen to some great jazz while you oh, eat it. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. All right. When we come back, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. For now, this is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country. Because every child is a gift. Every child can learn. And every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up at downcountry.com. Or call 217-617-3568. 217-617-3568. Or visit Down Country on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. All right. Welcome back. This is Sunday morning and hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything. We have been speaking with the delightful David Tollison. Don't oh, you like that? Oh, you got your own adjective, David. <laughs> you are in. Yeah. And Keely, before we go any further, if, for, further now I can't talk, uh, to our listeners, we've been talking about the National Down Syndrome Congress Convention, which will be headed in New Orleans. But I would be remiss if I didn't put out there that our scholarship applications for Down Country are still open. They're open until the 14th, so you have plenty of time to go to upatdowncountry.com and get a scholarship application, and then depending on how your answers rate to see if you can join us or not, and and or if you have questions about our scholarship process to get to New Orleans, um, you can also call 217-617-3568, and we'll... Anyway, we're happy to answer it and hope to see um, many of you apply. We've been getting quite a few in, so it's exciting. That's a big that's a big event for us at Down Country when we all get together, the board. Um, and, you know, I want to make sure that everyone understands those applications. We have no idea who mm-hmm. we are looking at. We are just going off of your answers, your content. So take a little time, put a little thought into them. Um, and, uh, that's, that's fun for us because we really want to get some, get some good applicants and, uh, and we would love to expand our tribe. The last few years we've had about 130 from our area guys. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you realize how big a deal that is, but 
We usually have one of the largest numbers, don't we, at the convention? We do. Well, I mean, we're offering a lot of scholarships that that help help us get people there. Um, But I have to tell you, I have a personal goal this year. Uh Uh-oh. I want a best 150. Well, okay then. Yeah. So, David, you heard that, right? Hold me accountable to that. I heard it, and I'm excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're trying for. But, okay, and, and before we went on break, we were talking, David had mentioned the awesome work we do with advocacy. Um, we talked about the medical roundtables and and all the different medical pieces. We talked about the educator conference. We talked about the pre-cons, which are four-hour intensive. We have the brothers and sisters, the youth and adults, and we also have a kids camp. Um, but kids camp feels, fills up fast, doesn't it, David? It does. It does. Youth and adults can as well, but nothing fills as fast as a uh, kids camp, uh, and that is uh, for children ages six months uh, until the beginning of programming, uh, which is different for brothers and sisters and youth and adults. But uh, it's, it's a great program, a lot of uh, fun entertainment options in there, um, but it does fill very quickly. And so I would encourage uh, people, if you're interested in Kids Camp, to make sure to get your registration in, uh, certainly within the, the first day, if possible, of registration being open. But I should also say, if you um, are unable to get in uh, all the kids' camp sessions that you would like to, to uh, get, get your child into, um, you should still come on down to New Orleans because we love uh, having children at the event. Uh, many people will uh, bring their kids into sessions, but others will do tag team with parents or a grandparent or a, a, an older brother and sister or niece or nephew. Um, so that uh, a mom or dad can go to sessions while the kids are are with someone else at the pool or, you know, in this case, as we discussed earlier, Storyland Park. And so there's just a lot of options. So so if you don't get in kids' camp, don't let it stop you from coming. There's just too much going on and too many opportunities not to come. Well, and once the workshops come out, one of the things that some of the presenters um, actually will say, you know, hey, if you want to bring your kiddo, please do so, because then they, on a volunteer basis, they can, they can work, work with them. But that's, that's basically presenter dependent, but I have seen that before. I think uh, Libby Kuman did that one year where she said, please bring your little ones. I want to, I want to, you know, talk to them and work with them. And so that was kind of a cool experience as well. Um, well, and also we should say, you know, it, it, this is a family event. It's, it's great for families. But, you know, mom and dad need time to themselves, too. And New Orleans is a great place for that. So if you mm-hmm. can get uh, grandma or granddad to uh, watch the kids at home, you can come and learn and then, you know, perhaps go out at night to a nice restaurant, go, go to Brennan's for breakfast. I mean, mm. it, it's, it's, it's got it all. So whether it's the whole family or just mom and dad, uh, New Orleans is is um, the destination for you, but but I will say there's been a lot of interest uh, in people coming to New Orleans. So again, uh, registration early is is probably a good idea. Is there a max capacity? You know, we have a max capacity for certain areas of programming. So okay. as we already mentioned, kids camp, youth and adults usually fills up depending on space at around uh, 350 individuals uh, ages 15 and up with uh, Down syndrome. Brothers and sisters will have a capacity, but we rarely hit that um, uh, because we have uh, uh, less volunteers for that. Uh, Youth and adults is very volunteer-heavy. Kids camp is very volunteer-heavy. Brothers and sisters, we need less volunteers, so there are less bodies in in the room. 
Um, uh, but for the general convention, uh, we have we have plenty of room, and awesome. and, and uh, uh, we usually will bring in somewhere from thirty five hundred to forty five hundred people, and and we are we are good with that capacity. Yeah. Well, and and really quick, we need to make sure if you're listening to the show and you're just still have more questions. I mean, while while you're welcome to call Down Country at two one seven six one seven three five six eight. Really, our listeners should give the Congress a call at seven seven zero six zero four ninety five hundred. Seven seven zero six zero four ninety five hundred, or reach out online at ndscenter.org. Again, that's ndscenter.org, and you can tell them David told you to call. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and and not just about the convention. We are here for you and your family all year round on any topic you can think of related to Down syndrome. So call us anytime. Good point. Good point. I love that. All right, David, you have been Lanyap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Are you saying I'm a little something extra? Uh-huh, it was. It it's, was it's a good something Remember, extra. Remember, it's a good something extra. And so uh, on, on behalf of all of those who rock that extra cro- chromosome and who God created Lanya, uh, this has been a great Sunday morning. David, thank you for being on the air and for our listeners. Well, thank otherwise, you for having me. Uh, My you're pleasure. Wel- you're welcome. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag every. Everything. We'll see you next Sunday. Have a blessed day.